Cincinnati escaping East Carolina with a victory by the slimmest of margins, recapping the game Sunday with the good and the bad takeaways, plus the latest from the Bearcats football program. And did I mention the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl? Yes, that is fact. It's all coming up here on Lockdown Bearcats. You are Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alex Frank here with you on a Monday, January 31st, 2022. Hard to believe we've already made it to the end of the first month of the year. And the Bearcats men's basketball program concluded the first month of the calendar year with a victory at East Carolina, 60-59 to at East Carolina. And... I mean, we can go through the box score right now. There's there's a lot to take away from this game. Um, I think it is a good win. I understand it's a one-point win at East Carolina, and let's be honest, you know, there's going to be far more impressive things than that. But still, um, Micah Adams-Woods, who really has been on a tear as of late, more on him in a minute. Yesterday, he had 21 points, 8 of 12 from the field. He was 2 of 6 from 3. Jeremiah Davenport at 15 points. He was 4 of 10 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. David DeJulius, 14 points. He hit the game winner. I should have mentioned that at the top. David DeJulius with the game-winning shot with inside 5 seconds to go. It was a little teardrop shot. He got his own offensive rebound, so he attempted two shots on the Bearcats' final possession. Missed the first, got his own offensive rebound, and then made the second one, and Cincinnati escaping East Carolina 60-59. to They win. DeJulius finished with 14 points, 6 of 13 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3. So that's your big three. The rest of the team, <laughs> uh, these numbers aren't pretty. Um, the rest of the team combined for 10 points, 3 of 25 from the floor, 3 for 25. That translates to 12% shooting, and 0 for 10 from 3. Cincinnati in total, um, yesterday was 21 of 60 from the floor, 35%. That's not good by any means. It's not horrible either when you think about what ECU um, did against Houston last week where they were 8 for 50 for the entire game. Um, the Bearcats were 6 of 27 from 3 and 12 of 18 from the free throw line. So they had they had their struggles shooting yesterday, but I will say I will say this. They were able to win the game because they were able to lock down defensively when they had to, and they were able to make crucial shots when they had to. Forget that they were able to lock down defensively. I mean, they did when you consider they held East Carolina to 59 points. That's an offense yesterday that came in averaging 71.2 points per game. This is a good offense. That was a good offense they faced in East Carolina. They also held a Pirates team that came in averaging 41.8% shooting from the field to 28.8%. So 
So that tells you they were able to lock in defensively. They held East they East Carolina was not efficient from the floor yesterday. And that's what I like about this Bearcats team is that they make it a grinded out game. And when you face a team like Houston, which you'll face next Sunday, and that's not going to be any easy. When you face a team in the NCAA tournament, if you get there, when you face a team in the American Athletic Conference tournament, they can bet the Bearcats have an advantage, and that is they can make it any kind of game. Or, or I'm sorry, their kind of game, which is they can make you grind it out. They can make you look ugly. They can make you have to, you know, play physical, almost like a football game. We are a football school now, after all. Anyway, um, Cincinnati, other contributors to the game yesterday. Abdullah Du actually had some good numbers yesterday. He only scored three points, but he did have six rebounds and two blocks. And in a one-point game, multiple blocks, that's critical. Uh, Mike Saunders Jr., five points, three rebounds. He was one of four from the field. Um, second half shooting, on the, on the other hand, not great. Um, once again, Cincinnati led by a comfortable margin at halftime. They were up by nine, 37 to 28. They were up by nine, and yet they only managed to win the game by a point. And this is similar to what happened on Tuesday night last week against Temple. They were up 12 at the half, and then they lost by three. So this was better. They were able to hold on and win the game, but they're they're not going to be able to keep losing control of comfortable halftime leads in the second half. They're going to have to find a way to turn a nine-point halftime lead into a 16-point win or 18-point win or something like that. You know, they did a really good job of that against Tulsa. They did a really good job of that against um, Wichita. Uh, I'm sorry, um, SMU. They've done a good job this season of turning halftime leads into Illinois, for example. They were up by, you know, single digits. They ended up winning that game by 20. Um, So the good yesterday was defensively, you held an East Carolina team that's really efficient offensively, and they can really score to, you know, 59 points and less than 30% shooting from the floor. David DeJulius came up clutch once again. You know, he had those two big shots in Miami. He had a he had a game winner yesterday at East Carolina. And that's what you want your senior point guard to do. Make some make critical shots. Uh Micah Adams Woods. Here's some numbers for you. And and Micah Adams Woods, and this is great. Because we talk about David DeJulius and Jeremiah Davenport being the players this team runs through and the and the players who's the success of the Bearcats team will run through them. Mike Adams Woods may be making a say that he's part of that. In his last seven games, he's averaging 13 points. 20, he has 23 assists in that stretch. So that's just over three assists per game. He's shooting over 50% from the floor, 31 of 61 to be exact. And he's a very respectable 12 for 31 from three. And this is a player who, you know, in his career, his, fr- his freshman season, he was inserted into the starting lineup against Tennessee in the 11th game of the season, second to last non-conference game. He made four threes in that game, never lost the starting lineup, never lost his role in the starting lineup until senior night when Chris McNeil started in his place because he was a senior. Okay, that doesn't even count. So Micah Adams-Woods has started every other game that year. And he kind of got lost in the shuffle because Jaron Cumberland was on that team. Chris Vogt had a really good first half of the season. 
Um, Trey Scott had an unbelievable month, unbelievable month of February and March before COVID wiped everything out. Last year, Adams Woods was kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit with Jeremiah Davenport and all that was going on with COVID and John Brandon. So there's that. This year, it's so easy for him again to get lost in the shuffle with guys like Davenport and David DeJulius. But you're seeing now that he is that third wheel, that you know third component to what could be a big three in him, Davenport, and DeJulius. And this all started hit this stretch against SMU. Second conference game, you remember he had 17 points in that game. He made five threes. This is, you know, just, just a continuation of what's been a really, really good month of basketball for Micah Adams-Woods. And I would argue that his play on the court is going to have a large say in how Cincinnati does the rest of the way. Now, that's the good. Um, by the way, for East Carolina, remember Vance Jackson, who had 35 points when the Bearcats played the Pirates here back on January 12th? Well, he didn't have 35, but he had 25. 25 points, 10 rebounds, very good double-double. 8 for 17 from the floor, 4 of 8 from 3. Tristan Newton had 14 points. He was 3 of 10 from the floor, 8 for 10 from the free-throw line. The rest of the Pirates team, 20 points, 4 of 25 from the floor, 3 of 10 from 3. This Pirates team has been struggling. They cannot shoot the ball. You know, they were 8 for 50 at Houston. They didn't play. They didn't shoot well against Memphis. They didn't score well against them last Thursday. This team is now entering a slump. Cincinnati has earned a season sweep over them as well they should. Now, there's bigger fish to fry. We'll get to that um, here in the next segment. Um, what I didn't like from yesterday was, again, the front court. It, it's just, Adu is, it, it, he does have the ability to make an impact, but he picked up four fouls. He can't do that. When the Bearcats have been really good in the past, they've had big men. Trey Scott, Kyle Washington, Yancey Gates, going all the way back to Kenya Martin. Okay? Three-point shooting for the Bearcats yesterday. Not very good. Um, four of 17 in the first half, two of 10 in the second half, six of 27 overall. I mean, that's just woof. And outside of Davenport, DeJulius, and Adams Woods, nobody made a three. Not even Mason Madsen who was over five, and, that, and, and all five three-point shots counted for all his field goals. So all his field goals were three-point attempts, field goal attempts were three-point attempts. Free throw shooting, again, not very good, 12 of 18. You're asking for trouble with that in a one-point game. Um, almost blowing the lead again. Like I said earlier, this team is doing a really good job of taking a solid, comfortable lead into halftime, they just can they just have to find a way to extend that to 16 18 if you're up by 9 you should win by 15 points at least you can't keep getting outscored by 15 like you were on Tuesday at Temple last week and then 8 yesterday at ECU this time you were able to hold on at the end you almost lost had it not been for the heroics of David DeJulius so a lot of things that can still get better um more on yesterday's game and the latest football news. Um, Bearcats have two big men's basketball games next week, which I am fired up for. Um, it, when you, as you listen to this podcast, and I hope, and that is one downfall of UC joining the Big Twelve, is the rivalry with Memphis may dissipate a little bit. It's a good rivalry. There have been some great games over the years between those two teams. 
Uh, more on that later this week. Uh, more on yesterday's game and the latest from the football program next here on Lockdown Bearcats. But first, I need to tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. You can just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card. For Amazon and other brands, just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get $0.25 per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. And once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alex Frank here with you. I just realized I didn't put my um, my Twitter handle up yet. I must be still in a state of trying to process the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, which I'll talk about that um, in the third segment because this does continue the transformation of this city being a football town and this school being a football town. Now, that said... We are transitioning into the month of February. Tomorrow's the first day of February. So that means the ramp up to the of the journey to the NCAA tournament is going to um, occur. The Bearcats have two games next week. This week. Thursday against Memphis, although, I, I, although who knows if that, if that game is going to happen because the weather here in Cincinnati is going to be brutal this week. There's supposed to be a wintry mix, rain, snow, ice. Then freezing temperatures. Um, so we'll find out if that game is going to take place Thursday. Then there's a game Sunday against a team that is currently in the top 10 that may move up um, later today in the AP poll. That's Houston. They're currently ranked number 10. Um, that's a crucial game. Cincinnati faces Memphis Thursday. That's a 7 o'clock game. Um, the schedule, which, by the way, I stand corrected, and I knew this was going to change. I said the game yesterday would be on 700 WLW. That's because that's what the website said at the time. I knew that was wrong. Um, that game ended up being on Fox Sports 1360. Mo and Terry, Mo Egger, Terry Nelson did a great job, as always. Um, so Thursday, the game is on ESPN2. If you want to watch it, it's at 7 o'clock. ESPN2, Sunday, that's a 6 o'clock game. And wear black is the message on GoBearCats.com on the schedule. Wear black for the game Sunday against Houston. By the way, the Bearcats are going to be wearing um, 1970s throwback jerseys for the games this week. They look great. I, I cannot wait to see them rock those um, on Thursday and Sunday. Um, of course, you can also hear those games locally. This time I know it's correct. 700 WLW because the Bengals don't play Thursday and they don't play Sunday. They will play Sunday, February 13th in the Super Bowl. All right. Those two games are going to make or break the Bearcats NCAA tournament chances. 
I'm going to say it right now. Memphis is going to be a really tough matchup because they. I, I felt like they did a good job of speeding the Bearcats up the last time these two teams played. Cincinnati does not play in games that end up being decided by the final score of 87 to 80. That's just not their MO. That's just not their forte. What is, is the kind of game they played yesterday at East Carolina, 60 to 59. You know, this Bearcats team, they have offensive capabilities that are really good. But it almost feels like everything has to go perfect for them to do that. They scored 90 points against Tulsa back on January 20 back on January 20th. That's great. They scored 79 against East Carolina. But then look at some of their wins. Look at their win at Wichita State, look at their win look at their win at East Carolina. This team is not flashy. What they are is they're tough. They are gritty. They are those things. And Wes Miller mentioned he won Wes Miller mentioned that in his introductory press conference way back in April of last year. When he said what he thought of who what a Bearcat was. Tough, gritty, competitive, compete at the highest level. And Cincinnati, that's their identity. They don't play in 87 to 80 games. Memphis does a good job with their, you know, their pace on offense. Houston does too, but they also are relentless attacking the glass as we've seen over the years. I don't like either matchup for Cincinnati, but they're going to have to win at least one of those games. Preferably both because they're both at home and you go on the road twice the following week. So that is going to be, I mean, these two games are going to make or break the Bearcats' chances for the NCAA tournament, which I still think they can make. They didn't miss out on an opportunity at Temple last week, but I think they still have a chance. They're 15 and right now they are 15 and 6. They're 21 games, they're 15 and 6, they're 5 and 3 in the conference. Fine. They still have a chance. All right, the latest news from the football program, not a whole lot. Um there was a transfer announced last week, D'Artagnan Tinsley um from Kentucky Christian University. Um he's a 6'5, 315-pound offensive lineman who was a uh NCCAA first team, National Collegiate Christian Athletic Association first team uh selection last year. He was part of an offense of line at KCU that allowed um their offense to finish third in total scoring and rushing offense. Um, he's a graduate of Owensboro High School, which is in Kentucky, so he's a local product. Um, Luke Fickle cited his size, athleticism, and competitiveness to make an impact at the University of Cincinnati. And that is one piece of news. The other piece of news is there will be a press conference Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday at 1230 down at the University of Cincinnati to introduce the new assistant coaches, which include uh, Kerry Combs, Walter Stewart, there's 
you know, Luke Fickle's already announced the promotions of several coaches internally, Gino Gadulli being one of them. So there's a lot going on right now um, within the coaching staff. Nothing major as far as, you know, Luke Fickle leaving or anything, which I, I think we're well, well past that, especially with the move to the Big 12 coming up. Anyway, let me come back. Um, you may have heard or you may have seen it yesterday, and I, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this. Um, there's a rerun of the a re-air of the AFC Championship game going on right now at the time that this is being recorded shortly after midnight on NFL Network. Uh, the Bengals are headed to the Super Bowl for the first time in 33 years. I'll get my thoughts on that and how it relates to the whole city of Cincinnati transitioning into a football town and university. All that is next here on Locked On Bearcats. But first, I got to mention that it is the new year. We're already a month into. We're already a month through the new through the year. Do I have to keep saying it's a new year? Uh, anyway, you might still be making New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure to include the Built Bar in your plan because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. They make it easier to stick to your resolution because they taste so good you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy. Or taste like a chemical spill, and nobody wants that. Here's an idea for the new year go to all your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary or calorie filled treats and replace them with built bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, like I am right now, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. There's so many flavors to choose from with built bar coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. Mint brownie and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. You can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alex Frank here with you on this Monday. Big week coming up. The Bearcats are uh, fresh off a win at ECU yesterday. They take on Memphis Thursday at 7. They take on Houston Sunday at 6. Preview of the game Thursday show. Recap of the game Friday show. And look ahead to Houston. So Tuesday and Wednesday show still in the works. Probably some men's basketball talk. Work some football in there as well. Bearcats baseball starting up soon as well. Anyway. Speaking of that, um, historically, this city has been a baseball town because the Reds and the tradition, the Big Red Machine, opening day, Marty Brenneman, 700 WLW, etc. I don't believe that to be the case anymore. Um, when you look at the success of the Bearcats football program this year and now what the Bengals are doing going to the Super Bowl, I mean, the city of Cincinnati, the city of Cincinnati, had a college football team make the college football playoff and an NFL team go to the Super Bowl in the same year. That does not happen very often. I'm trying to think of any other time that that's happened. And I don't think there is many, if at all. Let that tell you something. That in a city that hasn't experienced a lot of success and a lot of winning on a big-time level, 
know, the Bearcats were good the previous few years, but a college football playoff? I mean, they had Ohio State just 100 miles up the road, basically casting a shadow over, over them as to who the premier program in the state of Ohio is. And it was Cincinnati, not Ohio State, that went to the playoff this year. It was Cincinnati who went to Notre Dame and won and made the college football playoff as a group of five school. And then you think about the Bengals, who play in a division where they have one team in their own state, another team just to the west of them, but some fans in this city are somehow Steelers fans, don't know why. And you also have the Ravens. And in a year where the Browns had Super Bowl aspirations, those were false, by the way. I never believed those. It's the Bengals with a young roster that hasn't won much. They had six combined wins the previous two years, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. Like it was, it felt like they won the Super Bowl. When they, the Super Bowl when they won a playoff game. Now they're actually going to the Super Bowl. For a city that hasn't won a whole lot in the country's most popular sport, they've done it all this year. Yes, the Bearcats ran into Alabama, but that's okay. That's Alabama. But the Bengals won a playoff game, then went on the road, took down the number one seed. Then yesterday, go into Kansas City, trail 21-3, to in the second quarter, the game is shaping up to be a blowout. And they come from behind and win in overtime. Against the vaunted Chiefs, the reigning two-time champions. Patrick Mahomes and all the weapons that he has in the Chiefs and Andy Reid. Arrowhead Stadium, loudest stadium in the league. The NFL. And, the, and it did not face Joe Burrow at all. And that's just one takeaway from yesterday's game that I have. Um, real quick, I mean, Joe Burrow's the real deal. He's the best quarterback in the AFC North. He's the best quarterback right now in the AFC. Um, he's the best young quarterback in the NFL. He's one win away from having both a college football national championship and a Super Bowl title. And he probably would win Super Bowl MVP if the Bengals win, because I think he'll make the biggest impact. Um, this entire team has an earned confidence to them. And that might rub people it might rub some people the wrong way. But they're confident. Like they have their leader in Joe Burrow. They have really high character, high character players. They have captains, they have players who've won in high school, college, and now they're winning at the professional level. Um they can beat any team. They beat Kansas City twice in a span of 28 days and they're never out of any game. You know, even when it's 21 to 3. I mean, earlier this year against the Chargers, they were down 24 0. They rallied, were in that game in the fourth quarter, and in a position to take the lead. This time, they were able to take the lead and then win the game. And it still feels surreal. But again, this all goes back to why this city is becoming a football town. It's the most popular sport in America. And now that its teams are winning, the Bengals are going to be around for many years to come, I do believe. The Bearcats are moving to a Power 5 conference in the Big 12, which means more exposure, more national television appearances, better facilities, better recruiting. 
as if recruiting isn't good already. Times are changing in the city, and it's it's fun. Like it's fun. I mean, for the next two weeks, yes, Bearcats basketball is going to dominate this show with two crucial games this week, but we get to a Cincinnatians get ready for the Super Bowl with our team in it. Like, I've watched every Super Bowl since Super Bowl Forty, And yeah, I've enjoyed them, but like, you, you, want, you keep dreaming about the day when your team is in it. And yeah, it's going to feel different, but here we are, man. I mean, here we are. It's great. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. Big week for the Bearcats this week with home tilts against Memphis and Houston, as already mentioned. Memphis Thursday at 7 o'clock, Houston Sunday at 6 o'clock. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's, as you see right there on the screen. Uh, on Instagram as well, AlexFrank9 underscore and You can email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Thank you again for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Now stay tuned to make your second listen. Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets is hosted by your boy Q. With expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you tomorrow on Tuesday.